Hey, everybody, it's episode 353 of PodQuest. Hey. Hey. It's Wednesday, May 26th, 2021. I am Chris. With me is Druton. Hello. And Walnut. Hello. How are you guys doing? I'm doing all right. Yeah, it's it's been a couple of days. It's been just a couple of days. It's also uncomfortably warm today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it was uncomfortably warm this weekend as well. True. You know, though, it was less humid over the weekend. Today, it got very humid and thick outside. Yeah, I mean, that's, I, I don't, I'm not, I don't care about the humidity as much right now because my house will get the humidity out. It's the dry heat that my house becomes hot in. Oh. And when it was close to 100 degrees two days in a row, and it just stayed hot upstairs, it did not dip down. My $6,000 new air conditioning unit didn't work because I need to insulate my attic. Yeah. So also, I, it, uh, if your house is anything like mine when it comes to like the because f- you have forced air, right? Uh, yes. Um, like our house, like the vents are very tiny, and cold air does not get pushed through them very well. Like so, our downstairs, like the air comes through pretty good because it's like right there, but the upstairs yeah. barely gets anything because it's just old. My my upstairs gets decent air. Like, I can feel it coming through, but because I believe the attic has not been insulated or reinsulated in 30-plus years, it's just not keeping up. And so I need... I'm looking into... I Like, I'm going to do it hopefully this weekend, but, like, it's going to cost me a lot of freaking money to insulate my attic because I need, like, the top-tier insulation for attic and shit. Do you have, um... Do you have just, like, open floorboard sort of attic? Yeah. It, it's not going to be hard. I know that. It's just going to be get the rolls and roll it, but, like, based on our our region, like, there's different kinds of insulation, and the insulation I should get is, like, for the attic at least, or the insulation we all should get for the attic, is, like, one of the higher tier types of insulation, according to Home Depot's. Oh, see, I didn't know that. So we probably put the wrong insulation in our attic, then. Maybe. Like, like, we didn't buy, like, the cheapest stuff, but, I mean, it was also seven years ago now. Um, yeah. It was this time of year, too, and it sucked. Like, luckily, if you do it this weekend, it's at least supposed to be cooler. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We did it, like, right around this time, like, the year we moved in. And, like, it was cool leading up to that Saturday. And then that, that Saturday, it was suddenly, like, 98 degrees outside. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when you're, when you're dealing with, like, insulation, you're generally not wearing, like, shorts and a t-shirt. And you have, like, a mask on, so you're not breathing all that shit in. And, uh, yeah. yeah, that was a bad fucking day. Yeah. So, apparently, there's, like... Yeah, there's different kinds of ins- like R30 and R like it's oh, R and right. then a number. I think we did and, look into that. And I believe we ne- I for like our area for the attic you need R38 or above and like a a package of R38 is close to 90 bucks. Um I for- and I don't know how much I'm going to need. Yeah, I forget how much. I mean, it's seven years ago, but like I feel like we didn't spend that much on insulation. And our like our houses are probably similar size, like front to back. I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. It it shouldn't it shouldn't be too too much. Like, but like the buying a pallet of it is eight hundred bucks. And I'm like, Jesus. Christ. Oh, you definitely don't you need a don't pallet need of a it. Pallet. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> so it was. We were able to buy the insulation and bring it home in my car. And I, I had the I had the same type of car at the time. Like we were able to like between the back seat and the trunk. Like we were able to fit in. I think you basically like. It, it more or less works out to, like, one roll per, like, spot, like, like strip in the attic. Um, yeah. Like, sometimes you have to cut it because it'll be, like, too long or too short or whatever. But, yeah, like, if you just go up there and, like, count how many slots you have, that's approximately how many rolls you'll probably need. Um, 
Yeah, like eight hundred dollars for a pallet. That's insane. Like, yeah, you'd have ins- you'd be able to insulate your whole fucking house. <laughs> you know what? It's gonna happen eventually. This house is so old. It's gonna- right because I mean, you've said before, like they just kind of like put like the whatever that stuff's called in your living room. They just kind of put that up in front of things. Like there's no insulation yeah. between that and the outer wall. I mean, it's the stucco house, so it's kind of insulated on its own, I think. But yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens when we get into the rest of it. The most fun things to do. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so we're gonna do some housekeeping up front here. Um. So Drew, Richie, and I chatted a little bit earlier this afternoon and kind of like threw some ideas around. Sure. Um. I and R- Rich, you, correct me if I'm if I misinterpreted this, but I think we're going to basically stop doing the news in a way. Um. Because it's basically and like like I don't know if you feel the same way, Drew, but Richie and I kind of both agreed the news is kind of boring. Like. Oh yeah, for sure. Unless it's something major, like an E3, like like the there was the Monster Hunter thing today that Richie's going to talk about, um, uh, like a Nintendo Direct, like something like that, something that's kind of like beefy and there's actual things to talk about in it, like uh-huh. ju- just sort of like regurgitating the news if like we don't know for sure one of us has like a legit opinion on it. Yeah. Like it's not fun for us. It's probably not fun to listen to us when you can just like go scroll through IGN or Gamespot and get the same info. Agreed. Uh, and like you said, if there's something that one of us has. Uh an actual level of input on like Richie with monster hunter shit or whatever. That's different and totally makes sense to include, but like random story about a game release or a comic release or this person getting cast in a show that barely starting production or whatever, maybe not the most interesting. And as you mentioned, a person getting cast in a show that's barely getting production or whatever, it makes, it brings me to, uh, uh, poor Donald Faison and the Powerpuff Girls are refilming their pilot because it didn't turn out the right way. Yeah, and like I have that on this list just because I thought it was. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought that was actually kind of interesting because. Yeah. And I put this in the actual like bit about it. This is the CW. Mm-hmm. The guy in charge of the CW thought that the pilot they made for the Powerpuff Girls was too campy. <laughs> A show on the CW has officially been called too campy. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, I I think like in general like the the times where the the show is the most interesting is when there's something that at least one of us has a strong enough opinion on that we can sort of like go back and forth. Like a couple weeks ago we were talking about um uh like digital versus physical with um that kind of like spun out of the the PlayStation class action lawsuit thing. Yeah. Um yeah. every class action lawsuit or every lawsuit that gets brought up we don't end up having that much to say about it but mm-hmm. occasionally something like that ends up like dovetailing into a different topic um or like i think last i think it was last week where we were talking about the mario sports games because richie you mentioned the mario golf game coming up yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so like rather than us just regurgitate the news like we're going to mostly retire that like e3 is in a couple weeks i'm sure we'll talk about that stuff because this is the first E3 in two years. Like, it's kind of yeah. a big deal. Um, and, and, like, gaming shit, we kind of, the three of us all kind of have more input on gaming stuff in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially this year where, like, it's all the new hardware. We don't really have new games for that new hardware. So E3 is probably going to be pretty big this year. Mm-hmm. I imagine, at least. Hopefully. <laughs> um, And then the other thing that, like, we were kind of kicking around and, and we kind of had different ideas on this was either coming into it with, like, we each pick, like, two or three things that we want to talk about that week. And, th- and like, we talk about those those things and try to just have, like, a discussion around those. 
Um, or we try to cut like us, like have that in like a smaller thing and then have like some sort of predetermined topic to discuss. Um, it can be like a topic that's spinning out of like a news item that we found that like would be interesting. Or if like, like right now, like because we're right before E3, there's not a lot of news, let alone uh-huh. interesting news. Um, so in like weeks like that, we could just like, we could come up with like, like a goofy fucking topic, like, like platform mascots or like favorite RPGs or something like that. Sure. Yeah. Um, and like, De- definitely like stuff that because we all have different experiences in gaming and nerddom, we can all bring in our own personal. Whereas with the general news, we don't really have a lot of opinions on things because we are all so eclectic in our choices of interest. Yeah. yeah. And like, especially when it comes to like the entertainment stuff, like Rich, you and I are generally on, we don't usually, we don't always have the same opinion on how something was, but mm-hmm. we generally share a common interest in what we want to watch. Yeah. Whereas and like I Drew, like half you, a fuck. <laughs> yeah. If, it, if it's not wrestling or sports, you literally don't care. Yeah, pr- pretty much. And even then, like, yeah. I feel like in the last couple of years, you've kind of like dipped away from wrestling in oh, a big way. Yeah. I barely watch any of it on a week to week basis. I like follow a bunch of YouTube channels and get recaps of stuff. And then when like the big pay-per-views happen, I got a luck. I'll watch the pay-per-view because we've had the WWE network and have Peacock now, but. Oh, right. Cause they like wrap those together now, right? Yeah. In the U S well in the U S the WWE network doesn't. Right. But because you have Comcast, you actually get Peacock for free. Don't you? I get so, the like middle tier peacock for free. So does that mean that you like you were paying for the WWE network and now you just get it for free? Yeah, that's actually kind of fun. Yes. Yeah, like yes. even if you don't care about the week to week stuff, because they the, they have all the like historical stuff on there too. Like they have like their like documentary things plus like like old pay per views and stuff too, don't they? Yeah, uh, I haven't personally gone through and looked through all of it, but I heard when it first rolled into Peacock that like finding all the old pay-per-views was like a complete nightmare especially compared to how the network had it so i don't know if they've fixed that or not because i just haven't cared to go look but peacock's like interface was also kind of garbage the last time i saw it so that doesn't help like when we have like if you look around like at all the streaming platforms like i feel like netflix and hulu are basically the same at this point like it's Uh just those like carousels um Disney is is mostly there, but like Disney Plus, um, I, Drew, I don't know how much you use it. Rich, I think you actually use Disney Plus a decent amount. Um, uh, about weekly with whatever their weekly show is at most. Yeah. The only thing that that like kind of gets me with Disney Plus is it's not good at like just going to the next episode. Um, if you stopped watching something like near the end of it, like once the credits roll, because all the Disney Plus stuff has fifteen minutes of credits, it just doesn't move on to the next episode, and it does. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, the um the Disney the, the the stuff created for Disney Plus yeah it's really bad with sticking to the next episode. Uh, I've noticed that with like Falcon Winter Soldier and shit. Like I'll click it and it's like, all right, we'll start you at episode one, which we've started you the first five minutes five fucking times. I'm like, no, I have to get, go into the page, find the new episode, and click the new episode. Yeah, and like it does it. it I forgot about that too. It tends to like uncheck things as watched like i noticed like with clone wars it would have like the last two things i watched marked as watched but then the other six seasons were all all appeared like they were unwatched it was yeah yeah very weird but then you get to like peacock and the the paramount plus things and they're just garbage like just 
big piles of garbage. Uh, yeah, like I can't say I've used Peacock much at all. Like, and the little I've used it is to watch, like, actually, I guess just uh, one or two pay per views. I forget if the one before WrestleMania was also on Peacock. And then, like, we went to our friends to watch WrestleMania, and then we watched the last pay per view on Peacock, and it's just right there at the very beginning. When a pay per view's on, here watch it. So okay, I haven't that, had to yeah. dive into menus really, but like the PLL, the Outdoor Lacrosse League, every game is going to be available on Peacock, along with some being on NBC and NBC Sports. Um, so I have no idea how bad it'll be to try to find those on there. Yeah, I know we we we've signed up for like the trials for Peacock, and I think I paid for one month of it. Just to to watch um like the psych movies and there's um the show with one of the guys from uh Always Sunny called AP Bio. It used okay. to be on NBC and it it got moved to uh, Peacock. Um and like it was always just it was a pain in the ass to find the stuff. Like it it wasn't just there. The search wasn't great. You had to just kind of scroll until it until you eventually found it in some random menu. Gotcha. Um, but yeah. So like to to go back to <laughs> to what we were actually saying. Um, yeah. So we're just we're gonna try something different and try to make it more conversational. And just so that the listeners know, like, yes, we are going to be changing the formatting and it's, um, some of us have been feeling a little bit drained from the general show that we had. And I'll be honest and I'll let the listener know. I was going to make this episode my last episode, but then we talked about it and we're going to try to find new ways to make it more entertaining and enjoyable for us to record to hopefully make it more entertaining and enjoyable for you. I mean, like, I'm going to assume, like, these were kind of, your your complaint was that it was kind of boring to record sometimes. Not going to lie. It wasn't too much less boring for me at times when, like, I have jack shit to say about, like, the CW shows or whatever, and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> so. Yeah, which makes sense. And, like, it's one of those where... As far as, like, like the new stuff went, like, that's how, like, I felt about a lot of that, too. It was just, like, well, like, I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to pause for a second and see if either of you have anything to chime in. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just going to move on, because let's get, like, let's get through this stuff and get to something that somebody actually wants to talk about. Yeah. Um, which is why I always, like, it, like with with the outline, um, based on, like, what Rich had, like, like actually um, recommended, like, several years ago when we started doing the outline. Like, I always tried to, like, alternate stuff as best as I could, even if, it, like, I tried to make it, like, flow, so mm. that, like, we weren't, like, if we had, like, two, like, say, like, comic booky related things, like, it was, like, an MCU thing and, like, the Avengers game, I tried to, like, set that up so that, like, those two things would, like, flow into each other, but, like, I also tried to, like, break it up where, like, the discussion stuff was kind of falling between news things, so that we weren't just regurgitating a bunch of news for 15 minutes and then, like, three things to discuss in a row where, like, we went long and then just more regurgitating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than the Godzilla thing, I always just kept that at the end because it just kind of worked it, as, like, the, the closing it, segment. Yeah, as a as a continuing segment, it kind of just works. Too. Yeah, which I'm kind of, no offense, I'm kind of glad that you're done with that. Um, Only because I was all, I always tried to keep all the entertainment stuff at the end because it just seemed weird to go like entertainment games and then more movie stuff. So like, Cobb, yeah, can, can I let you in on a secret? Sure. I'm kind of glad I'm done. With it <laughs> you can watch something else on a Saturday now. Well, it's not even that because I was watching. It's just like, it, it, it was bittersweet to finish 
But like, I'm I'm happy that I was able to finish it. But I'm like, man, what am I gonna watch now? And I'm like, I, I, you know what? Now I can watch these movies whenever the fuck I want. True. And like in whatever order, and I can go back and watch my favorites and shit. And like, I'm just like, I'm I'm glad it's over. I'm glad I did it all. Uh, but like, it was it there there were times where it was just a slog to get through. Yeah, you know, what? by the time we got into like the movie. I'd say, like, right around when you watched um, Godzilla 98, maybe a little before that even, um, like, you did sound just less excited, like, from movie to movie than you were, mm-hmm. even when you didn't like the ones in the 50s and 60s, like, you were, you always sounded a little bit more excited to, like, have them coming up, or even, like, to mm-hmm. talk about them after you'd watched them. Yeah, it's, I, it, there's just, there was so much, and the, the, um... Uh, the Rewa era and the Millennium era just didn't hold up to the Showa era. Like, kind of why I might have, like, brought it down a little bit. But it's also, like, I'm trying to think, like, they made Godzilla so different in the 90s, the Rewa era, than they did in the Showa era. That it's just, like, and then in the the Millennium era, he was, everything was just one-shots, basically. That it was just, like, uh, we can get more into it when we talk about it at the end. Because I watched three Godzilla movies this weekend. Um, which is just insane. <laughs> it was only four and a half hours. That's not bad considering that. That is short. That is watched. Yeah, that is. Well, we'll get to that later. Yeah, but yeah, that that's almost shorter than the Snyder cut. So <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> I think the Snyder cut was at three hours and like fifty-seven minutes or something like that. I watched a Snyder cut of Godzilla. Yeah, but and kind I'll, of. I'll talk. And honestly, if I had watched this these three movies in any other way, I probably wouldn't have as much nice to say about it. And we'll get into that later. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I guess starting next episode, we'll we'll be changing things up. Um. I'll probably tomorrow. I'll like create it like a new shared doc, and we can all just start throwing like random topic ideas in there for when like we need like a random thing to talk about. Um. Yeah. And like. Feel free to be like weird with it if you want to. Like, if if it's something that we're like we're all just kind of like if one of us puts something in there and the other two of us are just like, no, no, we're good. Then like we'll we'll just put that one at the end in case we like really run out of stuff. But for the most part, like yeah. you know, and and uh, listener listener um what's the word suggestion uh, listener pr- listener suggestion and participation is encouraged. You guys have our emails and Gmail and YouTubes and Twitters and. Facebooks and Instagram. So. Yeah, and I know we have list. I like. Pe- I don't know if anyone listens, but I know people download. I can. I can see those stats. We get thousands of downloads a month. Hey, um, that's that's ten times more than I thought we got. Oh no! <laughs> like this, the last time I checked, um, in May we had a little over five thousand downloads. Hey, not bad. Yeah, yeah. Cool I guess I never actually. I, I don't share that too often. Yeah, we get we get around five thousand right now. So that's, that's, uh, that's yeah, a little I'm, like a thousand. 12.50 an episode or so? So it's actually considerably less than that um, like per episode because it's a lot like we'll we'll have like a big uptick when a new episode releases but it'll mm-hmm. be like a big uptick and then like every other episode will also be downloaded. Yeah. So like I, okay. it's almost like we're getting a bunch of new listeners every week because um, like you can see throughout the week like like there's never a day where there's not at least a few downloads and like that's where like the weekly episodes kind of like go up um but it's like on like thursday and friday is usually where like you'll see a little peak on thursday and then like usually friday is like a big peak of like a few hundred downloads like five six seven hundred downloads 
And when you look at, like, the actual episodes, it's like, okay, so, like, a bunch of people went through and downloaded, like, a whole bunch of episodes. Okay. Um, But still, like, yeah. it is way better than it was seven years ago. So, <laughs> um, but I think, I, I mean, I hopefully you guys agree. I, I think changing it up and kind of making it more conversational will just make it more enjoyable. Yes. Um, and if people want to, like, suggest things or ask questions or whatever, like, social at one-quest.com. It's always in the show notes and everything, too. So feel free to email there. Because I know sometimes people people don't make it to the end of the episode. So maybe that's why. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, anything else either of you want to add? Um, thanks for listening to us, the five people that have heard it down. <laughs> thanks. Yeah. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Um, so, Rich, uh, you told me earlier, Critical Role... They're wrapping up their current campaign soon ish. Yeah. Yeah. So the campaign for the Mighty Nine is wrapping up with the end of this arc, which they are fighting. They are literally. They literally. They ended the last episode in the middle of a boss fight. That's a uh, dick that, move. Well, it, it wasn't like the middle of the boss fight. Like, the boss ran off and became its second form. And so okay. they were encountering its second form and weren't in combat once they ended the show. Okay. Um, yeah. So, like, Cobb, you don't play D&D, and you know this more, like, combat in D&D takes four fucking ever. Yeah. And when they, when you have a game with seven players, right, seven players, uh, a DMPC, and the boss that has four actions a turn and four legendary actions, like, the, their, their last episode was about four combat rounds. Like, it, it, it was kind of slow. But like the, the it's like uh like very climactic and this the, the boss that they're fighting like the the enemy that they're fighting it just it it's really um uh I don't know what's the word I think we lost Druton because he texted us and we just got lightning so oh yeah and he's grayed out in Zencaster um but I'm just I'm trying to think oh yep his his power flickered yeah um. Uh, he should be back. Yeah, he'll he'll be able to he'll be able to join back in. Oh, he yeah, he just dropped out entirely. So there goes his recording. Hopefully, um, hopefully he can recover his audacity. Oh, you're still there, right? Yeah. Okay. You, you like you like cut off. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we don't all lose power because I <laughs> it, it is starting to thunder here too. Yeah, this is gonna be an interesting night. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So they um they're they're wrapping up critical. They're wrapping up at the end of this arc. Uh, Mercer came out on Twitter and had it, and, and was responding to like a bunch of people asking them like, "Is this the end of the Mighty Nine? Is this the end?" Because they've been making hints to like next character, a new character idea, a new campaign idea, and um, it's just it comes to a shock because their last session or their last campaign wrapped up at level twenty, whereas this campaign is wrapping up at like level sixteen. So it's not too far off, but they have. A bunch of stories still left on incomplete, and, and, and a bunch of loose ends and ties that they need to like wrap up. That like for them to end this, end it at this point, it kind of like like I I had responded to his Twitter. I was like, look, I totally get it. Not a lot of games go 130 plus sessions like yours did, especially four plus hours long. But it's it. Hopefully, you guys can find a way to wrap up these open stories without rushing them in one shots. That's just all I don't want. I don't want them to just be like, all right, let's rush it for this live show. Well, yeah, because they're not... Um, also, my internet did drop for, like, five seconds there, so I missed a little in the middle, but I, I, I got what you were mm -hmm. getting at. Um, yeah. They're not 
like obviously Critical Role is not done, right? They're just going to start a new campaign after like probably a short break. Yeah, I mean that. I think that's like there's a lot I think that has to do with um the timing of this. I feel like they've been going straight for a year, maybe one week off since they came back from the pandemic. Things are starting to open up. Everyone's starting to get jobs again. And so they, and they, uh, they're probably, they probably have to redo the set to have live shows again because they had to reset up the entire set for the, the, the pre-recorded shows and the COVID safe shows that I think it just all works out that let's end this era of our lives with the end of the Mighty Nine and start new live shows again in a live show couple group set like they used to have with a new campaign. Which, like, does make sense. And I understand what you were saying before, though, about not wanting them to rush everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, it looks, yeah, it's... it looks like Drew's back. Oh, hi. <laughs> uh, no, it was just going the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, uh, there's a storm in Jersey, and it knocked my power out for long enough to knock out my internet. But apparently not my PC, so that was fun. <laughs> Drew, you, you, you missed it. Um, They're ending their campaign. Uh, The first campaign ended at level 20 after basically killing a god. Uh, this campaign is ending at about 15, 16, maybe 17. I don't really remember what level they are. Okay. Um, and it's like the, 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 the mini that they used for the first form of the final boss was fucking fantastic. And he kept under wraps what the mini looks like for the next. And so I, like, I'm excited. I might actually watch the intro of the show live on Thursday just to see that. And then go to bed and then watch the re-air on, on Friday, which is what I normally do. Because they, they start pretty late Thursday, because it's like 7 o'clock yeah. like Pacific time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They start 7 o'clock California time, so it's 10 o'clock mm. when they start. Um, I, I've never actually watched or stayed up for a show uh, on a Thursday night. It's a bummer it's on a Thursday, because like, if it was Friday, you could totally just yeah. do it. <laughs> if, for, if it were Friday, I'd fucking do it. But it's Thursday, and this show's generally go from anywhere between three to five hours and so like all right at 10 o'clock i could make it till one i can't make it past one and i'm falling asleep by 12 30 so it's just i'll i'll watch it while at work and stuff uh but yeah it's um it's gonna be interesting to see how they wrap this up have a campaign wrap up and they have their show talks machina where they talk about like what happened in the episode or the past couple because they've been doing it every other week due to COVID constraints and stuff like that. Um, I, I'm excited to get that post-campaign wrap-up, hear about all of the stuff that Talison had made up that Matt went with for this final boss, because this boss is based off of Talison's character that died on in episode 15 Wait, of this campaign. Wasn't his, like, the little, like, goblin or something like that? No, that's Sam. So Sam was the goblin who then became the halfling. Talison Jaffe was the um, uh, uh, tiefling uh, blood hunter who died trying to rescue um, Jester, Ford, and Yasha when they were kidnapped. And that was, they were kidnapped because uh, Laura Bailey and Travis were having Ronan, and um, Ashley Johnson was going back to uh, Blindspot. So, like, they, they wrapped that all up, kidnapped them so that they could just be away and have a good reason for them to be away. So they went to go rescue them, and Talison's character, Molly Mock, died. Who, I have a figure of him. I don't know if you guys have ever seen oh, him. Oh, yeah, I remember you sent a, a picture of that before. Yeah, he's he's a foot-tall, like, kind of demon-looking dude. Um, very flamboyant. 
and he had uh, nine eyes tattooed on his body, which happened to be the power of this thing called the Somnovum. And it's just, it's bonkers how Matt, like, pulled all of this together and but it's just, it's so crazy. He's such a good storyteller and writer. Especially like 130, because they're at like 150 episodes or so, right? Uh, I believe this last episode was 130. Um, I'm 130 to 140. I'm not sure, though. Uh, 138. But so, like, to pull in, like, to make, like, your big bad at the end of the thing, like, a player character that died 115 mm-hmm. episodes prior... Which, mm-hmm. that's, what, three years ago, give or take, if they play yeah. once a week? Yeah. Um, uh, the the crazy thing is this character didn't come back into light until after episode 100. Oh, so, like, they've kind of known that that was, like, a villain since then? No, no, no. This character, they thought, was just flat out dead until episode, like, 104 or 105, when they killed uh something on an island and it gave them visions of this Somnovum in the Astral Sea. And then they uh, took a contract from someone who also had eyes tattooed on them. And it just so happened, like, while they were, like, talking and talking things over, they remembered that Molly had nine eyes, so they went to his grave and dug him up, and he was not there anymore. Oh. So then they used a spell called Scry, which... She was, uh, they were, you're able to see them and, like, the pretty much just see them and see what they're doing and, like, hear some things. And they scried on Molly and saw him walking through the, 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 uh, the snow. And it just so happened that he was going the same place this other person who had eyes was going to. And it just all worked together. Like, Matt weaved this all in. But yet, Molly or Lucian was flat out dead for close to 100 episodes before they found out that he was brought back to life um like a month prior to them finding out a month prior in game to them finding out that he was back to life it was it's crazy yeah that is like that's some like legitimate like planning too yeah like i I wonder at what point after the character died that like he decided to like make that the the villain like if it was like fairly early or if it was like Episode 100, he realized it was work, and that's when he decided to start, like, seeding it in. So, I think it's probably pretty quick, pretty early on after the character died, because um, Matt has been asked, like, what would have happened with this storyline if Molly had never died? And he's like, well, the original idea was, for Molly's backstory, was that Lucian would have come back to life in a different body, and would have been chasing Molly all around the world to get his body back. And so with Molly having had just died, it was that much easier to just, you know what, they bring him back to life. So it was pretty early on that they decided to do that, but it wasn't until they let a character who was part of this group know that Molly died. Once that character found out Molly died, then they, then like the, 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 oh, it's the cogs started turning. Right. I'm sorry, but I was listening, Rich. That was the weirdest fucking thing, though. One of you, I'm assuming it was you, Drew, because you're a little further away, had the thunder fucking come through my headphones before I heard it outside. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was, I mean, I didn't get any thunder through my headphones, but I just got thunder going big right now. So it was probably me. Uh, As I was in the middle of talking, got blinded by lightning and then thunder came through. Okay, maybe Um, it it was very weird, though. Like, it was just that thing where, like, the distance was enough that one of you had thunder before I did. (laughs) Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, so Critical Role Campaign 2 is wrapping up, and uh, I hope they find a way to wrap up the current storylines without rushing them. That's If you think of it, when they start Campaign, th- when they're going to start Campaign 3, remind me. Yeah. Because, um, like, I, I don't want to play D&D, but I did enjoy watching that stuff, but I started when it was already far enough in. That, like, it was just too much of a chore to try and catch up when it's four-hour episodes every week. Yeah. If, if I can just watch or listen to a four-hour episode each week, like, like even if I w- listen to it over the course of a week between, like, other podcasts, mm-hmm. yeah. it's not as bad. But, like, when, I'm all, when I was, like, 40 episodes away uh-huh. from, yeah, it was just, I'm never going to catch up. Like, I don't have enough time in the day to listen to my other podcasts and catch up on this. Yeah, no, I, I, I get it. Uh, it coming from the guy who uh watches every episode twice and is halfway through the first campaign for the second time. Yeah, but you also um, haven't watched any of the CW stuff this year, so you know you you pick your battles. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like I I I don't watch CW stuff during work. I watch this specifically during work. Um. Oh, that yeah, yeah that, I, that I, does make sense. I will I will keep you updated. I'm guessing, depending on how this next episode on tomorrow, um. Uh, uh, wraps up probably another two to three weeks, and then I'm gonna give them maybe two months off of primary campaign stuff, and then so probably September, August or September. Okay, okay. That, that I mean that that seems realistic because like you said, like it makes sense for them to take a little bit of time off between campaigns. Take time off, uh, redo a set so that they can have a uh, uh, they no longer need to be in a COVID compliant set because they're all vaccinated at this point. So they're going to be all, like, together again, um, set up doing live shows again. Because th- uh, they were, the last, like, several months, they've been recording on set. They've just been, like, spread out instead of all being, like, next to each other at a table, right? Yeah, they're about, they're probably six feet apart with partitions in between each of them. Um, yeah, so they, they each have a camera on them. They're, they're separated. They're all in studio. Um... Anytime anybody has to get up, they have to put a mask on before they even get off camera. Uh, it's they 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 stuck very strict with the COVID guidelines, and uh, it's primarily because somebody Talison lives with is immunocompromised, and so they don't want to cause issues with them. But it's also COVID's nothing to joke with. No, no, it's not. Um, yeah. Okay, so Rich, there there's more you. Um... <laughs> There is more me. Uh, fucking talk at us about Monster Hunter, because you know we don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there was a uh, Monster Hunter event today. Um, they debuted um, more information for uh, Stories 2, uh, Wings of Ruin. Um, it's getting me more and more interested in the game. Uh, they, they have this whole, like, breeding system with the Monsties as well now, where you can, like, you can get an ice monster that has fire attacks because you can merge their abilities it's it's really weird and really interesting it's like pokemon monster hunter i i think it's really cool what they're doing um i've never played the first one and i don't want to buy a 3ds version and pull out my 3ds to play a 50 hour game and i don't want to play a 50 hour game on my phone so i'm probably just never going to play it is it not like final fantasy where like they're 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 not really tied together they're not they're i mean this one is like one of the characters from the first one is in this one, but that's about it. And but it's not really com- it's not a connected story. So you could so, theoretically like, just get the new one and be fine. 
Yeah, that's that's definitely what I'm gonna. I mean, I'm not gonna even really bother with the original. Um, but like it, it it looks cool. I like the uh, the art style that they're using for it, and I, I'm I'm looking forward to that. But they also, and this is what I mostly watched it for. They debuted information for for uh, version 3.0 for Monster Hunter Rise, and um, I, I, right now they technically only announced two new monsters for this version, which is kind of fucked. Because one of them is just the Apex version, which is a stronger version of a pre-existing monster. Um, but, like, there's the new ending, and it wraps up the storyline and stuff like that. There's some event quests and, and uh, Capcom, like, collaboration quests that they have going on. Um, and then they have this new monster, which is uh, Crimson Valstrax, is its name. And it is, it's a, uh, it's an elder dragon, so it's um, a dragon... Um, it's got four legs and wings on its back instead of, like, wings being its arms kind of thing. That's a wyvern, whereas a dragon is four legs, wings on its back kind of thing. That's such a um, weird thing. Like, who decided that? Who decided that, like, dragons are one thing and wyverns, wyverns however you say it, are another thing? Like, <laughs> fuck that person. They're all dragons. The, I mean, So yeah, is Charizard. I'm, Charizard is also a fucking dragon. Char- Charizard is technically a wyvern because he's... No. Oh, wait, no. No, he's a dragon. No. He's, yeah, he's technically, he is a dragon because he doesn't have wings, and dragons don't necessarily have to have wings, but if they do, they're on its back. But he's not a dragon type, is more what I was he's, getting at. Yeah, he's not a dragon type, but trust me, the, the whole differentiating between wyverns and dragons is just so weird, um, because, like, like Ghidorah is technically a wyvern and not a dragon, because his arms are his wings. Really? Yeah. He, he's, huh. te- he's, he's not a dragon, technically. Um... Uh, like Godzilla would more so be a dragon than than Ghidorah would be because he, if he had wings, they would just be on his back, or he could just curl up like a shrimp and just fire his atomic breath and make himself fly like he did in um um Hidora. Uh, <laughs> it, it happened. It happened. I watched it. Uh, but yeah. So they um announced uh Apex uh Zenogre. Which will be fought in both rampages and outside of rampages, which is nice that they're they're not forcing you to do the rampages. Um, they announced as Tala or or uh, uh, Apex or not Apex, Crimson Falstrax, which is a monster I've never fought before. But his wings uh, are like three points on each wing that shoot fire and are basically jet engines, and that's how he fucking flies. Look this guy up; it's ridiculous. Um, that that does seem kind of obnoxious. It, it is, because he, uh, one of his moves is he just flies super high up into the air, and all you see is essentially just, like, a meteor, and he crashes down onto the ground. Um, and, and then they, they hinted at the finale of the game, the final boss, but they, they're like, we're not gonna give you spoilers, you just have to play to find out, so they don't tell us what kind of monster, what kind of fight it's gonna be. And at this point, we're assuming it's just gonna be bullshit, because the, the big boss battles of this game have sucked entirely, and um, the whole uh, uh, ending is just the two bosses that you fought joining and basically making a new monster, or you have to fight them together. Who knows? But they fucking suck, so no one wants to do it. Um, but then they released a roadmap, and the roadmap doesn't have, at least through August, any new monsters available or, or coming out. And on top of that, they did a, um, what's the word? A survey on socials asking how people would feel if they did new monsters as DLC. 
which we're all now assuming that they're done with this game. They did it. They weren't. They they have no plans to support it like they did Monster Hunter World. And if new monsters come out, we're gonna have to pay for. Them. And I'm just I'm not I'm not beat for that. So uh, you've you've kind of answered this before. Um, like Monster Hunter Rise is not like the the main game the way World was. No. So like, is it that surprising that this game wouldn't have the same longevity at, that they put into World, especially being that it's a Switch title? Uh. I don't. I I would say it has nothing to do with it being a Switch title, and more to do with it being that this game was being developed before Monster Hunter World had even. And that's the biggest problem is they didn't know how Monster Hunter World was going to be received with with its constant uh uh like community updates and junk like that. That they didn't plan for that it seemed. And so after finding out all that out, they're like, eh, well, we're just gonna release it the way it is. And you know what? We'll blame this on COVID, but we'll say that this was our actual plan and, and, and number <laughs> them. We'll number them version one, two, and three when it's actually just this was all what it was supposed to originally release as. Mm-hmm. To, to put off that air of support when, like, this is more how the games were like on the 3DS and shit like that than it was on Monster Hunter World. Like, they would have event quests where you could do them. And you could get, like, Legend of Zelda-inspired costumes and stuff. But it was fighting the same monsters and nothing new. They didn't... The only time they added a new monster is when they went from, for instance, Monster Hunter Generations to Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate, which is a game you had to buy an entirely new cartridge for and start from the beginning. That's... Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> but I, I get it back then. I mean, not that this was that long ago, but, like, cartridges on, like... A Nintendo platform did not often have any sort of expansion or DLC. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's unfortunate that that was just seven years ago. That's, but I mean, that's just. But that's like that's how they play. That's how they ran Monster Hunter through through uh, everything before World Monster Hunter One through Monster Hunter Gener- uh Cross. Was that was Cross and Generations the same thing? I think so. Maybe I can't remember. <laughs> I feel like they were, but I'm obviously like yeah. I'm not going to. Yeah, I think. I think Generations was the Japanese version and Cross was the American version. Or it's swapped. It's Cross. Yeah. Cross was the Japanese version. What Double Cross was their ultimate. And it was Generations of Generation Ultimate for the United States, I think. Um, but yeah, it's just what they had always done. And I'm not down for that anymore. I, I, if, if I knew that I was going to have to... Like, if they turn around and say that Monster Hunter Rise Ultimate will be DLC, then alright, I'll get it. But if they turn on and say the only way to get Monster Hunter Rise Ultimate is to buy a new fucking cartridge and start a brand new game, I, I, you know what, the new Monster Hunter World 2 or whatever will probably be released by then, and no one will care. Because that's, that's also what happened, was Generations Ultimate came out after Monster Hunter World was released. It came out in the United States after Monster Hunter World. Oh, right, yeah. because those games were never worldwide releases, were they? No, I don't think they've ever done a worldwide release, or at least not until World did they do a, a worldwide release uh, uh, for those games. Because was I know obviously you just said World was 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 Rise a worldwide release, or did Japan get it first? Uh, Rise was okay. It, like since World, it's been worldwide minus PC. Um, but like they just don't like PC for whatever reason. Yeah, they 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 always. I mean, World was the first one to come out on PC besides the um besides the MMO that came out forever ago. There was an MMO? 
There was. There was a Monster Hunter MMO that was only available in Japan. Oh, that's why I don't recognize it, because it was only in Japan. Yeah. Yep, that would uh, explain it. Yeah, so it's just... I, I don't know, I'm, I'm kind of, like, bummed out that, like, if this is how they're going to end it, and it's just going to be event quests like how Monster Hunter other than World was, then I'm not down for that anymore. Like, they already did a bunch of stuff to fuck up this game in general, that, like... This is going to be one of the most hated Monster Hunter games. And from what I'm hearing from a lot of people, it already is one of the more hated Monster Hunter games. There's still going to be people that play it, and hell, I'll still play it. But, like, if I'm not getting new content, I have, I'm not going to play it as much as, like, I think I have like 400 hours in World. I have maybe 100 hours in Rise so far. And I don't plan on putting too much more on it. Yeah, I mean, I remember even when it came out, like, you try, like, I, you tried to say that you liked it. But, like, the way you talked about it, you just seemed super down on it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they, they, there was no ending. The game, there's no finale. Like, I had to wait three or, or two version updates to get a fucking finale for this game. And, and then the way that they broke up multiplayer and single player so much. Like, Anthony beat the single player game, hasn't touched multiplayer, doesn't know anything about the final shit. He's like, I'm done. If I have to do the multiplayer stuff, and, and like, he's, for some reason, against asking us for help, but he is like, it, it's too difficult, and he really wasn't ever that great of a player. He's like, I just, I'm, this, this, this game is going to the basement, and I ain't playing it again. And it's just like, that's, there's a lot of people out there that are just like, like, the, the, the art style, and the, well, not necessarily art style, but like, the world that they built, and like, the the area that you're in and the whole like style of like the, the 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 ninja style and stuff of the game is really cool. Being able to run everywhere is really neat. And like it became a much more flashy game with like the the silk bind abilities, but it's just it's not great. It's not world, and it's honestly not really generations. So can, can we roll back a second? Did did you say that basically the multiplayer progression is a completely separate progression from single player? Uh, yeah. Uh, for the most part, you don't have to play single player at all. You can play all multiplayer, and it's a different storyline than the single player story. Uh, okay, alright. It's a different storyline entirely, 100%? Yeah. Okay, alright. That's I... In my head, it sounded worse and that it was the same storyline, but the progress did not cross over from one to the other. No, no, no. It's it's a different storyline okay. completely. But, like, you don't have to play single player at all if you don't want to. And, like, you wouldn't be missing anything. It's just, like, the very end after you gotcha. finish... Yeah. After you finish the village stuff, it shows one of the bosses for the multiplayer stuff during one of the final cutscenes in single player. But I had already fought that boss in multiplayer before I finished the village missions. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's... I, I was... It's it's just how they did this one and how single player is only low rank and there's only like maybe one or two high rank missions in single player and it's all multiplayer that you have to do the high rank. It's just it's just it's not not great, not great. Yeah, it doesn't sound great. Yeah, but uh, that's enough about Monster Hunter. They, like the new update should be out tomorrow. Um, if anything, it'll it's probably up by now because it's tomorrow in Japan. Um, and that's how it was last time. Like they announced it. On, on a Tuesday for Wednesday release, but it was available by like eight o'clock Tuesday night for us. I remember you. I remember that when that happened because it came out way earlier. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was only like four hours early. But yeah, it, I, I'll probably play it. But 
I, I hopefully it wraps up fine and there's more to it than they actually showed, but I doubt. You're going to play it, but you're not going to enjoy it. <laughs> I, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm probably just not going to play it much beyond that. Which is fair. Sorry, I muted myself when the dog started barking and then started talking without unmuting myself. Because, you know. No problem. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh, guys, did you know that we have a uh, release date for the Diamond and Pearl remakes as well as Legends? I did because I put it on here. Uh, I guess we're, we're going to send news out with a bang by revealing dates for Pokemon games that <laughs> I don't know any of us are excited for. Um, Di- the Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl is coming November 19th to your Switch platform of choice. Well, I guess not platform of choice. It's coming to your fucking Switch. If you don't have one, you can't play it. Um, and then, the, actually, the more interesting of the games, Legends Arceus, is coming January 28th. Yeah, that one I at least have a vague level of interest at this point. Yeah. I'm not really, like, I could very easily not ever actually give a crap about it, but it looks like it could be interesting, at least way more than the Diamond and Pearl Reef. Yeah, like, I don't know about you guys, I think we talked about this a little bit when, like, these games were revealed. Like, I don't have a huge draw to to that generation of Pokemon. Like, it wasn't the worst generation, but it also wasn't a generation that, like, I particularly, like, care about any of, like, the stuff they did. Um, yeah. I feel like that was the generation where they really got out of hand with the legendaries. Yeah. Um, because that one, like, they had like a trio, a duo, the Arceus, the God Pokemon, um, all of those random little one-offs like Shimon and Darkrai and Cresselia. Mm-hmm. The the best thing Diamond and Pearl gave us was fucking Lucario. Yeah, <laughs> it's not even a legendary. No, uh, he's just fucking and, cool. Yeah, and that's like I there there was a time that I like. I got all the Pokemon games, but just didn't beat them. Maybe even didn't even get halfway through them. It wasn't until, like, Black and White that I actually got back into them. And And this is one of those times. It's just, like, I don't have a memory for Diamond and Pearl at all. I might have played it. I can't remember. Yeah. The, the, the other good thing that I think Diamond and Pearl did, and I'm not 100% sure that any other game did this. Um, Diamond Pearl, I think, was just the first. Um, you could complete the Pokedex as far as, like, seeing every Pokemon. By just simply battling every trainer. Yeah. Um, by the end of the game, you will have encountered every Pokemon, um, including both legendaries. Um, because in one of the towns, there are pictures of the two version exclusives. Right. Yeah. That as long as you did that, as long as you went and looked at that, it counted as viewing that Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because that's how you unlocked. So that was the, the Sinnoh decks. That was how you unlocked the national decks, was to have at least seen all of the Sinnoh Pokemon. Yeah, right, um, right. And then once you unlock the national, you're fucked, because that's where, like, the other 47 legendaries come into it, plus <laughs> the Pokemon from other generations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, on top of, like, us just not having much of a, like, nostalgia for that generation, like, I said it before, like, those games look like shit. Like, they didn't give them, like, the the cool, like, almost, like, Rankin and Bass, like, claymation look the way they gave to, um, Link's Awakening remake. Um, it just looks like somebody did a shitty job up-resing the 3DS game. Yeah. 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 Um, but the RCS one, I think that one actually seems like it could be cool, just because it's, it's a totally different setting, being hundreds of years in the past. Like, it's not just about going battling gyms and becoming the very best. Like, it's a whole different thing, it seems, anyway. Yeah. It's going to be a completely different Pokemon experience than any we've ever had. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I, if I remember correctly, I think that's the game being worked on by Game Freak. And then Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, I think, was actually done by, like, a different studio. Uh, that sounds mm-hmm. right. Yeah. But yeah, so at uh, end of this year, beginning of next year, there's going to be some Pokemon for people that want to play some Pokemon. And mm-hmm. as much as I talk shit on the, the Diamond and Pearl remakes, like, there may be some day where I buy them just because I literally own at least one game from every other generation. Yeah. Like, it's just... Like, at this point, like, I just feel like I have to own it just to, <laughs> to fucking complete the collection. Um, <laughs> as stupid as that fucking is. Uh, just to give Richie a little bit of break, I'm going to rearrange the, these next two. Um, so, Bethesda and Microsoft are the same company now. So, they announced they're doing a joint E3, sh- E3 showcase. And I, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that makes sense. Like, why would Bethesda do their own if they're now part of Microsoft? Especially this year, where it's an all-virtual thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's going to be 90 minutes. So, like, I feel like between what Bethesda would probably have to show and what Microsoft will have to show, like, that's probably going to be a good a good showcase. And, and honestly, Bethesda, the only thing they're really going to have to show, maybe, is Starfield? Well, remember, they, it's not just Bethesda Softworks or Studios. I always forget what their actual game studio is called. Um mm-hmm. It's also, like, Arcane and Id and yeah. all of those other studios mm-hmm. that, like... So, Id just put out Doom last year. So, they'll probably tease something, even if it's just, like, an expansion for Doom. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the last Arcane game? They just put something out, didn't they? Oh, uh, Deathloop. No idea. Deathloop. They're going to fucking talk about Deathloop because it doesn't come out until September now. They pushed it back so they could fit it into the E3 showcase. But are they? Oh, right. Because that's a, a PlayStation exclusive. Oh, shit. <laughs> it is still money in Xbox's pocket. Or Microsoft's sure. pocket. Um, I forgot about that, actually. Apparently, like, just a little segue. Um, all the podcasts that I've listened to, apparently that game is actually super cool. Yeah, I mean, it, like, it, it's an interesting concept. I, I definitely want to look into it when it comes out. It, it better be. That's all I gotta say. It better be. <laughs> yeah, like, they, it, it's, been, it's been so hyped. It better be good. They did a... It sounds like they... Like, a bunch of outlets got to do, like, a hands-off preview where, like, they got to watch somebody play um, at least a, a portion of the game. Mm-hmm. And it seems like it's a little bit more narrative-driven than I expected it to be. Um, where, as you're playing, so, like, you're the you're the guy, you're on this island trying to kill specific people. Apparently, the island is basically just um, a forced Groundhog's Day where okay. the people that live on this island paid to never die and the way that they achieve that is they basically just relive every day over and over again but like they know they're reliving every day over and over again so they can like make change like they can just enjoy it and just kind of like live a live a life of luxury and never have any consequences Mm -hmm. um and then your character is also in this this loop that's why it's called death loop as you're trying to kill specific people um and then that antagonist character that it, it apparently has some sort of like asynchronous multiplayer thing where like other players can jump into your game and control that character um knows you and is like talking to you throughout the game like like your radios are linked up and they're like taunting you and shit so like i don't know how that's going to they they didn't have a second person come in and play as that character it was just the ai controlling it so like no one knows how that's exactly going to work but i'm not going to buy it i don't think um but if, like, at least not at launch. If there's, like, a good sale at some point, though, like, I might check it out. Because, like, hearing what the actual setup is definitely sounds more interesting than it did before. Yeah. 
I don't know. It just to me, it sounds like a, a, a roguelike that um, is just going to be a miss. Oh yeah, no, it's definitely in the the vein of roguelikes. But like something about it just seems I. I might just find somebody that's playing the game like online that I like and just watch them mm-hmm. play because I it just yeah. sounds interesting. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So the the Microsoft Bethesda thing, like at ninety minutes, I feel like that's going to cut back on like let's call it the bullshit because I can't think of a better word for it. Like all those um like the montages and stuff that like Microsoft tends to do. Yeah. Where it's like. Here's like five minutes where we're going to show you just like 40 little games that nobody really gives a shit about. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like, all right, well, here's Halo and here's something from the initiative or Ninja Theory or like any of those like 50 other studios they've purchased over the last few years that haven't released any games yet. Yeah. And then the like dozen or so Bethesda related things that they could potentially show or tease. Because um, I guess when was shit? Um, the, the Nazi killing game. Uh, why can't they get Wolfenstein? Wolfenstein. Uh, the last one of that was the ex- like the the expansion. Let's call it for two, right? The the new blood. Um. Well, or there young was blood. Young blood. Yeah, young blood is, and that's still even like twenty nineteen. So, like, Machine Games is probably due to announce something. I would think. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, young blood was twenty nineteen. Okay. So yeah, so like, I feel like there's enough studios there that like. Microsoft could actually have a pretty good oh. ninety-minute thing. Uh, Machine Games is working on uh, the, an Indiana Jones game. Right, I forgot about that. They they teased it, but they didn't show anything for it yet. Yeah. Okay, so maybe we'll we'll see that come. I'd imagine. Because what what is that? The the thirteenth. So like two weeks from now, two and a half weeks from now. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's a Sunday. That's good. Yeah. So it, um the the E three thing is going to be Sunday, June thirteenth at one p.m. Eastern time for anyone that cares about that. Um, is there anything either of you guys would want to see from Microsoft or Bethesda? Uh, I mean, so, you know, I'll be interested in whatever id and machine games have going. Um, Microsoft-wise, I really don't know. I've never super cared about their first-party stuff, which is why I've never owned an Xbox. But I don't know. <laughs> I'm sh- like, there'll probably be some Halo. I mean, there better be some Halo at this point, right? <laughs> There's definitely going to be some Halo, Forza, whatever. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way with Microsoft. At least, like, I'm just I'm I'm over Microsoft. I'm over like I I enjoyed their first party games, but just, I don't I haven't played them in years. Like, I I I haven't played Halo Five. I haven't played any of the Gears um in a while. Like, it's just, I'm I'm over them. Uh, when it comes to Bethesda, though, like I do want to see Starfield. I do want to see the next Elder. Scrolls. I do want to see if they have anything upcoming to make uh fallout 76 worthwhile uh, like i feel like 76 is a game that i could definitely fall very deep into but i've just i don't know if it's worth it right now still yeah um i'd imagine they're kind of over supporting that game at this point i think they just had something new launch for i mean they've been doing like bits and pieces but i can't imagine like that game is doing well enough for them to a heavy do- yeah i don't know but um it's, I just, I want to know what the specs are going to be for Starfield so I can figure out <laughs> how expensive of a PC I have to buy. I mean, a, a Bethesda game, it probably doesn't have to be, like, that expensive of a PC. I just need to upgrade, I just need to get my PC from being a, a 2012 to a 2013. Uh, uh, like, I feel like at least 2016, this way, like, your PC is good for a while, but... Yeah. Like, it's Bethesda, like, 
yeah, the 2016 era stuff, like, you'll be able to play on at least mid-settings for a Bethesda game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, is there anything that Microsoft could show that would actually get you guys to want to buy either of the Xboxes? Price drop for the Xbox. Well, I mean, for sure, especially, like, if the Series S got to 200, like... I'm already kind of interested in one at 300. I, I I mean, like to me, it would be an interesting new IP, and like I can't say like what that would be really, but it would be something, just something new that's like I don't okay. need Gears Seven or Six, whatever the fuck it is, or Forza, you know, like some new idea. This this is gonna be a little off the wall and sound maybe a little crazy. But the only way I would buy a Microsoft system is if they were to have Steam compatibility and I'd be able to play my Steam games on my But you can already play your Xbox games on a PC. <laughs> exactly. That's why I'm not going to buy yeah. an Xbox. That's actually why I was right. asking, because, like, Drew, you just got a PC and Rich, like, you're, you've been batting the idea around for months now. It's just other things keep coming up for you. Yeah. Where it's like, is there anything that, like, you'd rather play on a console that, like, would get you to buy a console, sort of it just being cheap. Nah, not that I could really think no. of. I mean, my, like, my main thing now is I want to start streaming my gameplay, and so if I'm going to get a PC, I'm going to be able to stream everything I'm going to play, and, like, the games I want to play in general aren't on consoles, or aren't on the Xbox. That's because like, you want those weird fucking survival games. I, Though, I like weird fucking survival games, man. Ark Survival is on the Xbox Game Pass. It's also on um, PlayStation, and it's also on PC, and that's a server-based game, so I would want to uh, be able to have, like, friends that I play it with uh, with our own server, so I probably wouldn't play it on it. Which, like, again, like, is understandable, mm -hmm. especially because you, kn you do know a bunch of people that play games on PC probably more than they play on mm -hmm. console. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's there's a ton of games that, like, I, w I have on PC or that, like... And it's not even like I have that, like, I don't know, there's just a bunch of games that I want to get back to playing again, and I I can't, I can't play them on my consoles, they're not available, and so I just, I have to play it on PC, like, I have to buy a PC and play it there, like, um, the uh, PlayStation, they're having their um, Days of Play sale right now. I was actually looking at that earlier. And, uh, what is it, um, City Skylines, uh... Full content update or full content uh, DLC is available. I'm like, do I want to buy this here, or do I just want to try to get it all cheap on PC because I can play City Skylines on my PC and like I have the 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 uh, Epic version. Do I want to just buy the game for the first time ever and just get all the DLC on Steam instead and like have all the mods as well, or do I want to buy the DLC on the PlayStation? Which like makes sense because. Or not make, make sense is the wrong thing. Like, that that's an understandable, like, question to ask yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like, I've said it a bunch of times, like, I would always go for the console over the PC. Like, mm -hmm. part of me wants a, like, decent PC just to, like, have it, not like, not even just for games, just for, like, other stuff. Like, yeah. it'd be nice to be able to, like, record this to, like, a decent PC instead of, like, a shitty laptop. And, like... We could, like, toy with the idea of doing video and stuff like that if all three of us had, like, working computers. Um, yeah. And, like, it'd be nice to have, like, that option of, like, oh, there's, like, a random indie game that seems interesting or 
stuff like that where like it's only available on PC or just incredibly cheap on Steam. Mm-hmm. But like if it was like okay, well you can buy it on Steam, and honestly like the, the I'm stupid enough where like okay, it's five dollars on Steam, it's twenty five dollars on PlayStation. I'm gonna buy it on PlayStation. <laughs> like yeah. I would just rather play it on my couch in my living room on my TV. But see, that's when you do something like get a Steam Link. They don't sell them anymore. Just, you, you, you can get them. I'm pretty sure they do sell them. No, they don't. No, they discontinued them like four years ago. And sold them all for like all the rest that they had for like $2. Like, I wish I would have gotten one just to have it. And like, I, they may, the prices may have changed, but like the last time I like just looked on eBay, like it's one of those things that people sell for an unreasonable markup. Um, because there are no more. <laughs> yeah. But like the option would be to like, put the computer downstairs and plug it into the TV and that's just a hassle on its own. Like for Rich, like it works for you because your PC is in your living room. Like it's actually not yeah. a problem for you to just plug it into your TV and sit on your couch to play stuff. For me to like bring a keyboard and mouse downstairs and like plug it, like it's just not worth it. Like I'd rather just buy it on PlayStation <laughs> or, or yeah, Switch yeah. or Xbox or whatever. I mean, just yeah. do what I did and completely remodel your whole office space up there, wall mount a 43-inch 4K TV, and hook your PC up to that. This room is too uncomfortable. That's fair. Um, <laughs> Like, even if I were to put, like, a like a couch and stuff up here, like, there's four months out of the year where, like... And also, like, I sit up here and sweat all day for work. I don't want to do it in the evening <laughs> or on the weekends. No, I, I totally understand that feeling. Um, Even, like, right now, like, I have the ceiling fan on, it's a little cooler outside than it was, but, like, I have to, like, keep my back off of my chair, or, like, my back's just going to be all sweaty and uncomfortable. Um, and it's a bummer, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, da, da, da. But we've chatted about Bethesda and Microsoft and Xboxes enough. Um, Rich, how is No Man's Sky? You, you dip back in for your, leer, your, your <laughs> yearly check-in. Yeah, my yearly check-in, uh, starting a new character, like always, because it's been a year since I played it. So, 14 hours down the drain in 2020, which, I mean, that doesn't really make a difference, because it's fucking 2020, I had all the time in the world. It's also, like, the it's like the fifth time you've done it, so really you're up to, like, 100 hours? Yeah. Um, it's, I think it's only, like, the second or third time. Uh, but, yeah, it's, I, I, I jump back in, and they, they have added a decent, decent number of things that weren't there last year, so over the past year, um... Uh, they, they added better, uh, for building at least, they added better, um, um, uh, uh, snapping to the buildings, that, to stuff you have already plot, plotted out. So now, like, there's no, like, my first building I tried to make last, uh, last year was garbage, because it didn't snap to, so it was all just kind of hanging there. Now there's, like, snap twos, which makes it a little bit easier. There, uh, your scanner visor now has, um, like, a frequency detector. And so if you open up your scanner and hit left, if there's, like, a frequency nearby, if you're searching for a frequency for your story or whatever, it'll, like, give you directions as to generally where it is. I haven't tried testing that out outside of, like, a quest, but I, 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 it is always available. So I, I do, I do want to check that out. Um, the, I, I'm not far. I only played for about four or five hours. I think I started at six o'clock and then suddenly it was one. So maybe, like, seven hours. Um, and so, like, I still have to get a little bit further into it, because I was quite far story-wise in my initial, in my playthrough last year, if I remember correctly. Um, there's, like, I haven't even gotten to the main central hub yet. I haven't left my initial, uh, galaxy 
but it's just like it seems like they added a hell of a lot uh this time than they this year over the past year uh last year i was just building pre-made stuff which they don't have it available initially this time which is weird wait what do you mean so, so uh for instance um my buildings were all just big circles that are already like you just place it and then you can place uh like you can place where to put the door and where to put the ramp up to the door but everything else is just built so you don't have to like put a foundation and the walls together it's just all together itself um the, the, when i'm playing uh when i was playing yesterday i had to place foundation for wood walls and uh, it's it's weird how you have to or it's it's weird the way they uh push you to craft in that one with like in order to unlock different crafting materials you need to actually go out and get these uh data discs and then trade them in to be able to build more wood stuff so you just get an initial set of things that you can make out of wood and then you can make more wood stuff after you get more of these data discs or you can learn concrete or different uh, or metal or whatever but okay. it's it, yeah the the crafting in that game it, it's it's pretty cool it's 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 uh it's it's easy um the the one thing i just i hate is you can't plot out how your wires go and so you need to set up like a battery i i always go for um solar panels and a battery so you set up a few solar panels on your roof you connect them to a battery and then you connect the battery to everything else that you need to charge so this way at night it still stays on but like if you were to walk into my house you see two wires coming out of the battery just going right through a wall into the next room where I have two lamps set up because you can't like you can't run the wires or or the wires don't stay hidden it's always shown what's connected to what it's kind of annoying um that sounds kind of annoying yeah uh but it's i i i still have a lot further to get into but i i i started off in a really cool like star system with like four planets two of them habitable without having to like worry about hazards so i've just been exploring them um because I've never gotten that lucky. My one planet, all of the creatures are just giant balls, like, that roll around. It's the That's weirdest weird. thing. Uh, another planet, I found, um, what was called, like, a quote, a glitch, and the planet was a destabilizing planet. So now I have this plant in my house that was a glitch from another planet. Then, uh, like, the, 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 uh, the creatures on that planet were all just, like, energy shades or something like that. It was, it, it was weird. I've never seen stuff like these before. You don't play on survival for this game, do you? No, I did that once, like, three years ago, like, when they first incorporated it, and fuck that. <laughs> that is the, like, I I could not progress after, like, an hour. I couldn't progress, because they the planet they started me off on was a high heat, very high heat planet. And I was, like, so far away from my ship, and I couldn't get my ship to come to me, because I was still trying to fucking repair it at the time. And I just, I I lost before I even started. That's, yeah, no, and it's funny, because you actually like those games. Like, or not those games, you like survival games. Yeah, survival games are fun, but, like, that game can be kind of brutal, because, like, I'm used to worrying about water and food, but that, it's like you have to worry about your oxygen, your hazard protection, your shields... Your health, your your weapons, and, like, they each need something different that's not really labeled 
uh, very well. And to increase or repair your hazard protection, you need, um, I can't remember what you need, but it's yellow. And it's not very common on a lot of planets. So if you get a really bad planet that has very high heat or very high radiation and not a lot of this yellow plant that you need, you're kind of fucked. Yeah, which, I mean, that was always kind of the way that game was. It was just, when it wasn't in survival mode, there were other things you could figure out to do. Yeah. But, like, there was always that chance that, like, you'd land on a planet where you just couldn't do anything and you were out of, and, like, your ship was damaged and you were just fucked. Yeah. And, like, it made it harder because that was my first planet. If that were, like, the second or third, I would have been a little bit more prepared and things like that. Like True. Getting off your first planet is the hardest part, especially in the survival of that game. Like, after you get off the first planet and start to scan the rest of them, it's not hard to know where you need to go or what stuff you need. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, it's been... When did that game come out? 2016? 16 or 17, yeah. I'm going to double check before I say anything crazy. Because Watch It came out in like 2014 and we just are all fucking wrong. No, no I know it wasn't 2014. 2016. Yeah. Yeah, August 12th, 2016. So it was five years ago. Um, I probably... I The last one I dipped into it was after the first big update. So what was that? That was I think that was the following year in 2017. Yeah, it sounds right. So it's been f- five years since I played it. It's it's a completely different game. Four it years, is a completely different. Yeah, like in in that time they have completely updated it and changed it. Um, like you remember how vanilla and probably around that update, in order to get like uh upgrades to your suit to have increased carry capacity, you had to like. You had to, like, scour the planet for these beacons and then use the beacons to search for a certain thing and then go find it and then get that upgrade. Now it's every time you go to a space sta- space station, you buy an upgrade. Um, It's not, like, as scoured around. It's I'm still trying to learn what everything will bring me to to try and upgrade my equipment. At the, but I've, I've, I'm only, like, five hours in, so I still have a lot to get into to learn and remember. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I, I mentioned, I, I said this, like, kind of, I, I think it was when we first started talking about this, like, earlier tonight. I don't even remember anymore. That's what my fucking life is like. <laughs> um, I might actually, uh, might, like, at some point over the next couple of weeks, redownload it just to, like, dip into it and see what it's like. Because yeah. it does sound like a lot has changed. There's, there's like, a whole quest story progression. They added something new, like, Expeditions is what they called it. But this most recent update that, like, it's a whole mode. In when you choose which mode to start when you jump into it. And you can go find you the can, Normandy. Uh, yeah, you can get the Normandy. I, and that's what I want to get to is the point to have, like, a starship. And that's why I want to play with, like, other people. And it, they, they recently added cross-playability, so if you have it on PC, you can play it with people on, on, on PlayStation. And, like, I just want to get a whole bunch of people and have a starship and just go from planet to planet doing whatever the fuck we want. Which is kind of what... That's what everyone wanted... And thought the game was up front. Because, like, no one really paid attention. <laughs> and and it's it's also what they build it to be. They, 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 not build it, but, like, they said that that's what it was going to be, but then didn't make it that. Yeah, like, yeah. The, the, all of the, like, the PR speak around that game was very misleading. Because it's like, if you actually, like, watched the stuff and, like, like, really read it, you realize, like, what everyone was, like, saying the game was going to be was just not what it was going to be. But, like, all the PR stuff kept coming out and all the promotional stuff, and it's like, oh, no, that's what this game is. And it's like, no, it's it's definitely not. Like, yeah. it's like a 12-person team. There's no way they're making that game. Yeah. But it's cool that, like, it, it's cool that they have kept up on it for this long and, like, 
made it closer to what what I assume what their original vision was for it. I think I think it's what the original vision was, and now they're just keep they keep adding stuff. I, they have to be making money off of this game to keep supporting it. This, and I like maybe people are still buying it, or I don't know. There are three different currencies in the game, so one of them is DLC currency or whatever. Uh, uh, but like I don't know if there's a lot of pay to win in this in it. But they're making they're ha- they have to be making some good money in order to keep making that. Yeah, at least at least enough money that like they are all surviving and makes it worthwhile. Like, because they, they mm-hmm. probably see some sort of like uptick whenever they release the big patch. So it's yeah. like, all right, well, we're gonna release a big patch, get that uptick in sales and what have you, and then like we'll get to work on the next thing and have the same thing happen. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, we have we have two final news things. I'm just gonna lump them together real quick. Because um, they're both CW related, we we mentioned one of them earlier. Um, the CW has scrapped the initial pilot for the Powerpuff Girls live action show. Um, it is now going back to the drawing board. They're reworking it. They're going to reshoot a new pilot for it. Um, that pushes it out of a fall premiere. Um, I think it might be one of the few like publicized shows for the CW that isn't going to debut in the fall. Um, it'll probably, at the earliest, it would be, like, mid-season next year. So, like, tw- like early to mid-2022. Um, because I think they're aiming to shoot the, the, the new pilot in the fall. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, the, the, the president of CW, Mark, whose last name I did not copy down, it's like Pedowitz, I want to say his last name is. Um, he went, he, he had some quotes with Deadline, um about it saying the reason we do pilots is sometimes sometimes things miss this was just a miss um so like apparently like whatever they decided to do with this just wasn't great um and then he went on to say we believe in the cast completely we believe in in Diablo and Heather which were the the showrunners writers um that the pilot just didn't work yeah um and then he he went on to say later on that it might have felt a little too campy which is what i mentioned earlier where like it's a CW show that felt too campy. Like mm-hmm. I, I put a, a um, an example down here on on the show Riverdale. I know you guys don't watch it, but that show started out as like a fairly like generic um, like kind of murder mystery about high school students. You know, like nobody was up to anything too crazy. There was some like scandalous stuff, but like nothing like completely over the top where you're just like, no, that's bullshit. Um. And one of the last, like, two seasons, um, Archie, one of the main characters, um, got in trouble, went to prison, where he was forced into an underground fight club by the warden. <laughs> he then escaped that prison after having, I kid you not, a f- inmates versus guards football game that they were um, set up to lose. Um, he escapes from prison, hides out in the woods, where he fights a bear. Like a fucking grizzly bear, and survives. And the Powerpuff Girls was too campy. <laughs> I just I want to see this pilot. If it was too campy, like it's the fucking Powerpuff Girls, it's gonna be campy. Uh, apparently, the script has leaked out. If you at least want to know what the script was, that's out there. Oh, and it's apparently garbage. Uh, I mean, yeah, for for a net look. I like a lot of the shitty content that CW puts out. It's not, it, it doesn't deserve awards, but it's entertaining. Um, I am interested to see what was so bad that they're just like, oh no, we can't do this. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And now I'm, I'm actually more interested to see, like, what this show ends up being, too. Yeah. Because it's like, that if they care enough to actually repilot it, either they spend a lot of money on the license, which is totally possible. Or, I guess there's three, there are three possibilities here. They spent a lot of money on the license. They gave these actors very poorly thought out contracts. Like, in the sense where they, they offered them a lot of money up front whether this whether it goes to series or not that like they want the show to go to series so that like they're not just out that money yeah or like they just legitimately need more content i i don't think it's the content well i forget if we talked about this at all or not but a couple weeks ago they did announce that they were expanding their their primetime stuff to include saturday so they will actually have like scripted primetime content seven days a week which i don't think any other network has um so, like, they have another day, so they have another, like, two to four hours to fill now. Yeah. Um, And, you know, like, Black Lightning and Supergirl, two of their CW shows are ending. But they have two other um, Arrowverse shows that they could technically be creating, so who knows? But th- do you think either of you will watch the Powerpuff Girls to see what it is when it f- comes out? Oh, I'm definitely going to watch it. I, I will support Donald Faison in no matter what, so I will definitely watch it. I mean, you're assuming he's still involved when they go back to it. <laughs> I mean, they, I mean, they did they, say they believed they, in the cast. Yeah, they yeah they they didn't say it was anything about the cast. They said we were going to cast. I I'm a, I'm assuming they're not going to recast Donald Faison as uh, or somebody else for Professor Utonium. I I I unless, I don't think he he would have ruined it to where they would have to redo it because if you're Same. saying that the yeah if you're saying that the 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 script was garbage, then it wasn't Donald Faison. Uh, I'm reading some of the script. It's cringe as fuck. Like, like they're, like, grown, shitty, like, reading a lot of stuff, they look like they're influencers talking about shit. Like, they're talking about being on Instagram and LinkedIn and shit, and, like... Which I think, like, the whole idea that they kind of, like, set up front was, like, they were supposed to be, like, disillusioned with, like, how their childhood was spent. So, like, I could understand if they kind of, like, went their separate ways and because they were, you know, famous as children superheroes, like, that they did become some sort of, like, social media icon people. But, like, there's a way to do that and have it work, and there's a way to not have it work. Like, I I think Legends actually did it okay with Zari. Like... She's kind of like like they they played her up when they, when they did that change to her in like the last season, um like the first few episodes she was in like they really played up her being like this ditzy vapid only cares about like the likes and shit yeah and then like over the course of a few episodes though like they showed that like she actually had more depth to her she was still kind of ditzy and vapid but like she cared mm-hmm. and like you can get away with that with a character that's been around for four seasons that you're just kind of like twisting. Like, you can't really do that in, like, the pilot of a brand new series and ho- and want people to, like, give a fuck. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I guess we'll see next year what Powerpuff Girls ends up being. I have a strong feeling this just never happens. I mean, that's possible, too. Uh, I feel like if the pilot was that bad, then, and from, Drew, what you're saying, like, the, the script is cringy. That- Here, real quick, I'll give you two lines. Buttercup. Coming back here is probably triggering for her. Bubbles. Why? Because she's the one who killed Mojo? I mean, moveon.org. Okay, yeah, that's just... Or, uh, here, the 
this is the beginning of Act 2 in, I'm going to guess, the pilot episode. Interior, Powerpuff Girls' home, kitchen floor, night. Blossoms out cold, bubbles and Buttercup hover over her. Buttercup, Blast, wake up or we'll leak your nudes everywhere. That worked on you once. Yeah, that's a... Yeah, no, the, like... Yeah, the like... fuck? If, like, if the script is that bad, like, I feel like that, like, that probably is not the cast's fault. But, like, maybe you need to go back and look at who your writers and showrunners are. So you have a little Cody. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> she's making the show. Like, I don't really know much of anything about what she's done. Um, I can't remember what she's made. But, like, it, it might all be on her. Yeah, that's true. Like, I, I don't know anything either. So, also, Juno. I totally thought, I thought Diablo was a person's last name. So. No. Yeah. So that that goes to show what I know, but yeah, that that, <laughs> but yeah. So, uh, she wrote Juno, uh, Jennifer's body. Oh yeah, so she has just written a bunch of not good movies. Uh, Burlesque. <laughs> She's... That was a script revisions, and on the you know what that 2013 Evil Dead wasn't bad. Okay, but yeah, I mean, as a, I don't know, like actually, the, I've I've seen a few episodes of that show, United States of Tara. That was actually an interesting show for the time. It was um. If I remember correctly, the lady had multiple personalities. That sounds right. And I, I remember that show being fairly well regarded. Yeah, and it was a Showtime show, so it was a little like edgier, especially at that time, um, 29 to 2011. So I like I remember that being interesting, though. But yeah, like I, d- I know Juno was very popular. I did not like that movie at all. Um, Jennifer's Body is also a bad movie. Mm-hmm. Like just all the way around, just not a good movie. Never saw any of the other. Well, like I said, Evil Dead, I think, was okay. I've never seen any of the other ones. Uh, she didn't write that, though. No, but she had um, script revisions. Uncredited script revisions. But, you know, I guess we'll, we'll find out. Like, we'll we'll see if Powerpuff Girls, or I think it's, they're just calling it Powerpuff, um, yeah. ends up being anything, or if it just, like, kind of disappears and is never spoken of again. Uh, da, 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 what was the other thing? Oh, um, Rich, I, I know you're super behind on, on this stuff, but they announced for next year... Uh, the Flash season eight is going to premiere with five episodes of crossover. I like that. Yeah, so it's they haven't gotten into any like details, but they're going to basically set the first five episodes up where like either characters from the other shows appear on the Flash, or the Flash goes to where those other characters are. They didn't, like again, they didn't get into like the details. Um, but the thing that I thought was interesting, uh, Cress Williams, who is the the star of Black Lightning said that the CW has reached out to him about it, which means just because a show is over does not mean that um, they might not be in these crossover episodes. Yeah, I, 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 that's what I always figured. Like, Diggle is supposed to be in an episode this season. He's, Diggle is apparently going to be, like, the only... Like, Diggle is going to be the crossover factor this season. He is appearing in multiple of the Arrowverse shows. Yeah. Um, But I just... I didn't mean that, like, they couldn't do it at all. I meant more that they are actually actively seeing if these actors would like to do it, mm-hmm. um, which is great because, like, there, there's always a chance that um, there's some sort of thing with Stephen Amell um, where, like, he just comes for, like, even if it's some sort of, like, weird dream sequence on The Flash. Because, yeah. um, like, it, um, him and Grant Gustin always had really good chemistry together. Um, yeah. And the same thing with uh, Melissa Benoist. Like... Her and Grant Gustin have really good chemistry together. So, yeah. like, one of my favorite things on either of those shows is still the Flash coming onto Supergirl in that first season, and that scene where they're getting ice cream. 
and like he runs and brings ice cream back and she's just like oh yes yeah like that was just such a good like representation of those characters yeah it's it's like he he's a good actor and always works well with a lot of people and especially seeing as how like like you're saying with this season it's kind of missing because a lot of the characters are like aren't just you're not feeling for a lot of the current characters in this season and a lot of the old ones are leaving um it kind of makes sense to like bring him to have those relationships with the Justice League or the Justice Friends, whatever they're going to call them in this series. There's no or Justice the League left. Everyone's leaving. <laughs> I mean, it's it's he's Barry, still got it's, Superman. I was gonna say it's Barry, Clark, and and maybe um uh fuck um Katie Lotz from Legends. What's her fucking character's name? Um, uh, uh Mockingbird. No, no, uh, yeah. she's White Canary, but I can't think of what White her character. Um, Sarah Lance. There we go. Oh, God, I just... Yeah, I lost that one for a minute. Um, <laughs> but oh, I was going to say something else about this, and now I totally lost track. Oh, um, as far as The Flash is concerned, I, I know you're not going to be able to watch it for a while. Um, there's like a Killer Frost story arc, though, that happens like mm-hmm. early on in the season, um, after they kind of get through like the, the ending of the previous season. It's really good. And like... it, like Danielle Panabaker is doing a really good job playing like those two characters. Yeah. Um, like, she's always actually been really good at, like, playing, like, the very, like, sort of, like, friendly, well-meaning, like, Caitlyn, and then, like, the kind of, like, asshole Frost. Um, but, like, in, in this story arc, like, she's been especially good. Yeah. So. She, she I, I liked what she did last season, too, so, I, like, it's, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a pretty big change this season, too, so, like, I don't want to spoil anything for you, so I'm not going to say more, but, mm-hmm. like, she's, she's. She has been like the bright spot of this season, where like everything else has been kind of falling flat. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So hopefully, so it's supposed to be next November is when this stuff is going to happen. Um. Because mm-hmm. the way that the article on IGN explained it, because of COVID kind of pushing everything back, normally they would be wrapping up their season in like April for like the, and then it would be airing in like May. Um. Because of this, they're apparently not going to be finished shooting until June. Um. And then they normally they would like wrap up in April and then they'd be back shooting in like July or August for an October premiere. But because they don't want to just they, they want to make sure that the actors have like at least some time off, um, they are not going to start shooting until September. So these five episodes are probably not going to air until November at some point. So it's still going to be almost like a it's going to be close to a midseason premiere. And honestly, it might even be these five episodes run through like November and December. And then the season proper doesn't start till late January. Yeah. But hopefully at that point, like, they have enough stored up that they can wrap the season in a relatively normal spot and be back on track come the following year. Mm-hmm. Um, also, this is sort of related to this. Um, mostly for you, Rich, because, Drew, you just won't give a single fuck. <laughs> um, if you have time, Rich, find the podcast. It's called Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Um, there are two episodes with Stephen Amell. Um, it, actually, there's a bunch of episodes with, like, all the Arrowverse people. Um, but there's two with Stephen Amell that are really good. Yeah. Um, especially the the second one he is on from, like, a year ago um, was actually especially good because um, it was right after uh, Arrow wrapped, like, mm-hmm. for good. Like, like they wrapped the last season. Um, but all of it hadn't quite aired yet at that point. And it's it's maybe two between both episodes it's about two and a half hours so they're not okay. long they um most of his episodes only run about an hour that second Stephen Amell one because of some things that happened during it goes for an hour and a half 
Um, but like, I think I think you would actually enjoy those two because they are actually super interesting. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll look into that when I. Well, you know, Critical Role is going to be wrapping up for a while, so you'll have eight hours a week where you won't have anything to listen to. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> I tell you that watching it twice a week really takes away the time that I have to listen to my podcasts. Uh, understandably. <laughs> um, so did you end up getting the finish Army of the Dead? Yes, I did. I did watch Army of the Dead. All right. So all of us watched Army of the Dead. I'm going to say right up front, that was probably the best Zack Snyder movie I've ever seen. I, I, That's I a really low bar, it. but... <laughs> I didn't say it was a high one. <laughs> Fair. I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. I liked uh, what they did with the zombies and... And essentially turned them into ghouls at one point, and like it, it, it is. It, it was a different take on a zombie story. Um, and who didn't see that ending coming from a mile? Away? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree though. Like, I like how they they kind of they, they had basically different pedigree of zombie. Like, depending mm-hmm. on how they were turned, you were either like your generic kind of just rambling zombie, or you were this like twenty eight days later like monster zombie yeah yeah and that's why like i i said it to you and i said a little bit like there's zombies and then there's ghouls in this like i look at those other ones as more like ghouls and less as zombies like they have more of a mind to themselves Mm -hmm. they have like a a herd mentality and a tribe mentality which i feel like have it they have an alpha as well, which like is not something you often see in zombie films. Uh, and I feel like there was another th- zombie-esque thing that had a similar take, and I can't think of what it was. Like just not not like the way that this was done, but just like zombies that had like a weird like pack mentality mm-hmm. and like a hierarchy, basically. Well, I mean, these zombies had like some level of sentient, like yeah, they yeah. just de- dumb dead. Yeah, exactly. Um. And I like that. I like that they made it a heist movie, and like wrapped inside of the mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I do wish they could have made it a little more heisty, because like yeah, they had that like before they go into the city. Um, they had that like let's go, let's go build our crew bit, mm-hmm. and it's like okay, so you're setting up all these these characters with like different like kind of like over the top personalities and shit. That, like, I kind of wanted it to be more like an Ocean's Eleven, like, heist thing when they were in there. Mm-hmm. But it ended up being very by the book, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, they, like, they didn't get their time to shine. And, like, when when the heist, like, when the heist part ended and the zombie part began, I feel like it should have been a little bit later. Like, I feel like they should have gotten the money and been on the way out before they had to deal with the zombie. Part. Instead of just, like, they're, they're getting attacked down in the... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, 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 go ahead. I was going to say, like, they they honestly probably could have trimmed more of the beginning of the movie down mm-hmm. and put us into the the actual heist portion sooner so Agreed. that they could have they could have stretched that a little bit more had that be a bigger part of it and then still had like the same action stuff going on. Um, mm-hmm. What what were you going to say, Drew? I was going to say, I totally agree with that they didn't give the characters the time to shine enough, and the movie still felt excruciatingly long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at times it definitely it definitely did drag on. Uh, we, could, we just kind of jumped right into it. For anyone that, like, doesn't know what Army of the Dead is, um, it's a Netflix movie. It was um, written and directed with uh, by Zack Snyder of Justice League Zack Snyder cut fame. Um <laughs> It's it's almost as if when Zack Snyder doesn't have any studio um uh uh restraints, he makes a decent movie. 
Yeah, and something actually interesting that like I saw when I was reading up on this. So he was a he was screenwriter along with some other people. Um, director. He also did his own cinematography, which I've said a bunch of times. Like I think Zack Snyder is a very good like visual director, but like falls apart on like the story side of directing. And I think like he did a much better job here, where like he sort of had full control over it. Because going back and looking at like all the DC movies, he was not the like person credited as the writer in most cases. Like he he usually was like a co-writer or something like that. It but like in a lot of cases, somebody else actually wrote the script. He was just yeah. given a script that like he helped develop, but not that it was like his from start to finish. Mm-hmm. And like maybe him having like full control actually works out better. Like it basically the polar opposite of like George Lucas. Like, whereas, like, Lucas should just be the one to come up with, like, the story and, like, write, like, the initial draft and then should hand it off to other people to actually, like, make it real. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, maybe somebody should just give Snyder, like, an idea that he likes and then, like, let him just run with it. Yeah. It's, like, that's, I saw somebody else say pretty much the same thing and pretty much what I said. Like, if you give him the the ability to just make what he wants to make he's going to make a decent film or a better film than what he was making with like the, the DC shit. Yeah. And right. uh, yeah. Um, and then as far as the, the movie goes, cause I got sidetracked again. Um, it's, well, it's a zombie well, heist movie. Okay. I was actually going to real quick say, but Cobb, don't you fucking hate sucker punch? And he had that, like, that's exactly the same thing. This is his idea, his story, his. So I don't writing, hate his sucker punch. I just think it has a nonsensical story. I think it is a visually, really cool movie with a with what could have been a very cool concept but also it's it's 10 years later like people change over time True. um and it yeah. wasn't sucker punch based on something as well i don't believe so because he basically did suck he did watchmen which was not good and then sucker punch which it, to quote uh the wikipedia it's Snyder's first film based on an original concept okay, okay. so there so it, it's his first one based on an original concept too um, yeah, I mean, I I really enjoyed Sucker Punch. I thought it was a really good movie. Really like, like really interesting takes take on, on on something like that. Like I I liked that movie a lot. Yeah, like, yeah I, I mean, think it I was like cool Sucker concept. Punch too. Like, yeah, I just I don't think Sucker Punch had a good narrative flow. Sure, but I think it it was a really cool concept. It w- was a very cool aesthetic for a movie, if that makes sense. Um. But yeah, so so this one it's it's a zombie heist movie. Um, Vegas became ground zero for a zombie outbreak. It was quarantined. The U.S. government is going to drop a nuke on it in a few days. And Drax the Destroyer makes a team of mercenaries to go rob a fucking casino. Uh, yeah, uh, am I the only one who uh, uh, took the um, them on the news talking about the president where he was like. It would be really cool if we had that great fireworks display on on July Fourth or whatever. Like w- when they were talking the news and saying that they moved the day up. Like, am I the only one who got a they're making fun of Trump? I think they uh, might have feeling been. like a flat out this is a, an attack on Trump or this is like a a pull of something that Trump uh, a Trumpism basically. Like I kind of like I thought that a little bit while I was while I was watching it too, and I know they um. Apparently, this movie has been in like a, a one form or another of development in hell for like a decade. Uh, seventeen years. 
Has it? Jesus. Jesus, I didn't realize it was that long. Or hold on. Oh no, sorry, I thought it was 2007 years. or something. Yeah, like 2007. That. In my head, I read 2004 earlier, but in a 14 year. Also, God. apparently the the uh, interiors were filmed in Atlantic City. Oh, that's kind of cool. They used the shutdown casinos in Atlantic City. Hey, look at that. AC is good for something. <laughs> oh. I wonder which one. It was the Probably. Atlantic City Club, Casino Hotel, and the Showboat. But yeah, that I I'm not I wouldn't write home about like this movie doesn't deserve any awards, but I was entertained for it. It like Drew said, it just it was definitely longer than it needed to be. It did not need to be fucking two and a half hours long. No. <laughs> I I I I was working while watching it and I agree with that. Like I the first two hours of the movie, I didn't really look at my screen at all and I got everything. Yeah. Everything. It wasn't until they got to uh, Vegas and really got to the casino that you needed to kind of start watching. Yeah, and it's funny. For for all of the stuff that happens before they get there, like, you really never get a chance to really learn anything about the characters other than, like, Batista and his daughter. Uh Uh-huh. Like, they're the only ones that really get any sort of, like, fleshing out. There's a reason to that. You know that. Like... It's based on watching the movie, you know why they don't flesh out any of the other characters. I mean, you do, but, like, in any other zombie movie, like, if it's that long, like, characters get a little bit of, like, fleshing out. Yeah, like, some some of them would get, like, a little bit of fleshing out, but it's more of, like, the characters you're made to hate, and that's what they do. The characters you were supposed to hate or supposed to not like, they flesh them out, they gave you a little bit of information on them. But the rest of them, they they're just like there's no point in making in fleshing them out because this is this is not a, a, a film that's going to give you emotions. This is a film to give you a zombie heist movie. It could have given like not not like sad emotions, but it could have just made you like more excited because like there were there were several points where people basically like sacrificed themselves for another character that like almost didn't feel earned because it's yeah, like no, why are it, you why are you sacrificing your life for a guy you've known for three hours who like you've said two words to yeah agreed. um i was gonna there was something else i was gonna point out about it and now i'm i'm blanking on it um shit oh the helicopter pilot i don't know if you guys read this or Take not yeah um they weren't the original person for that role somebody <laughs> else was, was uh-huh. a, originally filmed the movie then they got um they were outed as being like a shitty person. Um, they had like some sexual abuse allegations and stuff like that against them. Um, so they were all, all of the, their scenes were refilmed. Um, and you don't even really realize it while you're watching it. it. Is that why they, is that why Tig was basically not on screen with anybody else the entire time? Yeah. Like they used like body doubles and stuff like that to like fix that stuff. But like if, if you don't know that's the case, it's really easy to not really catch it unless, like, you hear about it, like, like you just said later, where, like, you're just like, oh, yeah, like, th- they just weren't in scenes together. I wonder who it was. Um, it, It's on the Wikipedia. I, I, It wasn't a name that, like, was recognizable to me, but I saw somebody on, like, Twitter point this out. Zack Snyder was able to completely replace an actor in a two-and-a-half-hour movie. Fucking the WB couldn't replace a fucking mustache in 15 minutes of movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> um, is there anything else either you guys really want to say about the movie though? No, I mean, I, I don't I don't know. I I personally kind of checked out by the point they actually started getting through the casino cuz like kind of to your point like they bi- did nothing 
with the characters to make me care by that point like if they actually succeeded and then fucking the dude the like evil plant got like guy that got planted in by the person who sent them like the, his character like the fuck with that character it made yeah. no sense yeah that was super stupid but y- yeah yeah i i agree though i did sort of like i didn't miss stuff in the middle of the movie but like I definitely do not remember from, like, the point that they got to the casino to the point where they were dealing with the vault all that well. Like, I remember, like, there was, like, a, a swarm. I think the dude, the, the planted dude did something shitty, if I remember correctly. Be, like, before he did the whole, like, cut the head off thing. Well, he um, caused the one girl to get, like, to go off the path they were supposed to be going on. And then eventually she, like, got swarmed by zombies had they they had to shoot the fucking gas can that was on her and blow it up and blow Which, up a bunch of zombies that was a cool visual though it's, i will yeah like just because snyder did his trademark like fast into slow into fast mm-hmm. shot mm-hmm. where like you know the bullet shoots and then they slow down when it goes into the gas can and you just see it like slowly kind of like blossom and then explode mm-hmm. and then it just goes back to like normal time yeah but also, that's not what would happen. Like, no bullets they don't can't. bullets don't create fire when they penetrate a plastic jug. No, the MythBusters no. disproved that years ago. Yep. Uh, it was Christiella, who was a comedian. Uh, he was in some films. Okay, I I do not recognize that name at all. If, I didn't look into him either. Saw them, you might recognize him. Like, I yeah. I don't know that I had ever really seen anything he was in. But when I saw him, I was like, "Oh, that guy!" But I did not yeah, recognize and, the name either. Yeah, I mean, he he wasn't in like Glory Days from 2010 to 2011. Like, he wasn't really in anything that normally catches our attention. Uh, he was in a couple of episodes of The Good Doctor. Um, he was in one episode of Rush Hour. He was on the show Whitney. Yeah, like there's Whitney. there's yeah there's just not a lot that he's actually in that we would be interested in. Yeah, I don't, I, like, looking at this stuff, I don't think I watched any of these things. In movies or TV shows. Yeah, but, like, I do remember, I like, I've seen some of his comedy, and he is kind of funny, but at the same time, he's, like, kind of that shitty funny. And then, yeah, I, I remember hearing about what happened, or what he did, uh, and I'm glad they replaced him. Yeah, and, like, totally just ripped him entirely out of that fucking movie. Yeah. So, good on them. Good. <laughs> and... And 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 I enjoy Tig. Tig's awesome. Yeah, yeah, like like yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I also still stand by like this is probably one of my favorite Zack Snyder movies. Like it it has its problem. It's it's not great in the middle, but mm-hmm. like I thought the, I thought the the setup was interesting, and I thought like the end was at least actiony. Yeah, and I, I'll I I can see myself sitting down watching this again when I have like actual time. And uh, I'll watch the sequel when it comes out. That was good enough. The only thing that I'm a little hesitant on, like, really talking up about it is I've seen or I've read about the movie um, The Peninsula, which is a sequel, essentially, to uh, Train to Busan. And that's kind of the same concept. It's a heist movie where they're going into the quarantine zone of Korea of South Korea that's been, like, quarantined with the zombie outbreak to get something that's out, that's down there. So, like, I, I haven't watched that yet. I've been meaning to, and that movie came out, I think, in 2020. It's kind of newish. So I'm like, 
I hope they didn't, like, kind of take the same idea, or I hope this is just a coincidence. I, I mean, that's such a boilerplate fucking plot, like... And also, if this has been in production, like, if, if this has been, like, a thing that he's been trying to get made for 14 years, mm-hmm. like, I imagine, because I didn't know anything about this before it came out, so I imagine it wasn't super well-known, like, what the concept was, so it's probably, yeah. like, more co- coincidence than anything. Yeah, I, I'm assuming that's what it is, just still. But, uh, Rich, how how were your four and a half hours of Godzilla cartoons? And so, um... Yeah, it was uh, Godzilla, Planet of Monsters, Godzilla, um, I can't remember the name of the movies now. Man, because they're weird names. Uh, but it was the, uh, the, the Earthbreaker trilogy, I think is what people call them. And it was the CG uh, Godzilla animated films that are, were made for Netflix. Uh, and if you're going to watch them, you have to watch them back to back to back. Because they take place within minutes of each other. And... Otherwise, there's going to be some disconnect if you do it. Um, they had some interesting takes on um, Godzilla ideals and, and ideas from the past. Um, in the second one, uh, you, uh, he basically fights uh, Mecha Godzilla City. <laughs> that's that's the enemy name. Is this like Unicron and, but Mecha Godzilla? <laughs> uh, yes, actually. Um, basically, what it is is um, so what happens. Are the kaiju start attacking Earth, and two aliens, two different kinds of aliens, come to Earth. One saying that they're going to try to help Earth, and 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 another one saying like, "We'll help you, but you have to let us live here if we do." And so the ones that offer help, but for like being able to live there, they uh they develop Mecha Godzilla, but it gets attacked by Godzilla before they can actually activate. But in order to create Mecha Godzilla, they created. This, uh, basically a biometal that can evolve and spread itself and grow, essentially. Um, they, the, the, all life forms on Earth, like, or like, the, the Council of Earthlings and whatever, they're able to devise a plan and they leave Earth, um, and, and, and fly, like, just try to find a new habitable planet. And they're gone for like, I, don't, I think it was like 10 years. But with the way they do their warp drive and warp system, more time passes on Earth every time they do it. So, eventually, at one point, they're running out of supplies, and they need to go back to Earth to get more. So, they warp back to Earth, and they're now 20,000 years into the future from when they left Earth. Although, it's been maybe a couple of years for them. It's really weird. Um, and so, they're like, well, maybe Godzilla's dead, because it's been 20,000 years. Uh, and the whole first movie is them, like, learning that Godzilla's still alive, and f- devising a plan to kill him. Where then they do eventually kill him. And it turns out that that was just a baby Godzilla, and Godzilla comes out from underground, and it's there's a real Godzilla. Why do they always have to kill Godzilla? Because Godzilla is not is 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 in in this one Godzilla was indiscriminately attacking any humans, um, and so they wanted their planet back. But it's like the reason in this one, the reason the monsters were attacking were because humans created technologies that was like like destroying the planet and so the planet created kaiju like there's like like i say isn't that final fantasy 7 i mean it's 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 essentially the story to most godzilla movies is save the planet we're destroying the planet we're eventually going to get attacked by giant kaiju monsters stop destroying the planet so we don't get attacked by giant kaiju monsters i mean you're not wrong but also that is final fantasy 7 
Is the it- planet is being attacked basically by humans, like like doing too much shitty stuff to the planet. So the planet unleashes the weapons. Yeah, true. Which are just weapons- fucking kaiju. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's I but like so, that's So really Final Fantasy seven is a Godzilla game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean I mean yeah. Uh 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 Ultima Weapon is is Godzilla. Uh I you could say that Ruby would be um uh, maybe Ghidorah. I mean, um, I would have more said like Emerald or not Emerald. Uh, no, Emerald like, would be the uh, what is it? Abora is the the water one. Um, ever uh the 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 pollution one. Yeah, the pollution monster would be ever. Oh no, if you're talking the lobster, it would be Ebra. If you're talking the pollution guy, it would have been Hedora. Um, and actually, uh, Ruby. Would be, um, would it be Gigan or, uh, man, there's so many monsters, I can't remember their names right now. Uh, I think it would be Gigan. I think he's the one with the drills on his arms. On his, yeah, uh, drills on his, on his hands. I can't remember. I need to look up my Godzilla monsters. There, there are like a diamond, lot of Godzilla monsters. Diamond weapon would more have been, like, Godzilla. Because Godzilla doesn't fly, right? Right. I mean, he can curl himself into a shrimp and use his atomic breath to make him fly. I already told, I already said this earlier. But, but I mean, like ultimate weapon. Ultimate weapon has wings, flies around. Yeah, I like diamond. You didn't even really fight, if I remember correctly. You just you had like one round of combat, and then they fired the cannon at him, right? Pretty much. So that's that's. I wanted to give Godzilla a little bit more. I mean, it, fair. That is fair, a, but a little bit more than a quick death. Um, but yeah. So the these movies. Uh, get back to them. Uh, they're 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 not bad. Um, they're just, they're completely different. Uh, did you they, make they it through a, it without falling asleep this time? I, I made it through the first two without falling asleep and I was teetering on the edge through the third one, but that was also an hour after I'd finished the second one. I'd like taken a quick break, did some things around the house and then went back to, it. and I was just, I was really feeling it that day. And it was the start of when it was hot. So like, I, like my body temperature wasn't regulating properly because my house was kind of warm and. So I was just teetering on the edge of falling asleep during the third one. Yeah, so sitting um, on your couch when it's warm watching a movie, it's real easy to fall asleep. Exactly. Uh but but they're 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 interesting. They're not they're I, they're definitely not like some of the best movies. They like they I I I I think it's hard to like compare them to the rest because of how different they are. Um but as a whole, they they do complete an interesting storyline. And it's Planet of the Monsters, City on the Edge of Battle, and The Planet Eater are the three uh, 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 subtitles for the films. And um, they they even, uh, at one point, kind of alluded to Mothra. Um, they, they had some mech things. It was just, it was, like, Cobb, you would definitely hate them because it was more the humans trying to deal with Godzilla. And that's it. And then there was like maybe twenty minutes of Godzilla afterwards. But like there, there's just like it's this whole world that they created that, and, and like the evolution of the planet after the humans left and the twenty thousand years that went by, that really like pulls it kind of together. Uh, they did, I think, kind of leave it open for a potential sequel, but they're not going to do that. There is a book, I believe it is. Or it might be, it is a book, it's not like a manga or comic, for uh, a prequel to this, but it's only in Japanese, so I can't read it. Or, you could learn Japanese. That's a lot of work. No, it really is. Especially, it's, like, it's... especially to learn how to read Japanese. <laughs> yeah. 
but uh, yeah, it's uh, these these they're, they're they're pop they're easy to watch movies. Um, I'm not gonna say they're popcorn films. Um, but like like if you're gonna watch them and you want to watch them all, watch them all at once. Otherwise, you're gonna lose it because literally the end of the first movie is him waking up, and the beginning of the second movie is the main character waking up in the same scene. It's it ta- they take place within minutes to seconds of it. Yeah, that is kind of a bomb. Yeah. Oh, I I didn't even finish telling you about uh Mechagodzilla City though. So they kill the Godzilla stops Mechagodzilla City from or Mechagodzilla from being activated, and then twenty thousand years go by, and they eventually Jesus. just find yeah twenty thousand years. Uh, they eventually find the city that's covered in this quote biometal that is designed to kill Godzilla. And so all of the monsters and creatures on this planet has evolved in some way to have part monster and part Godzilla in them. And so any monsters that go to this area get attacked by this biometal. And they look around, it's just a full-on fucking city. So they're just like, oh, this is Mecha Godzilla City. I'm like, this is bullshit. And all it is is them, like, using the metal that can turn into liquid and basically, like, form whatever it wants. They use the city to like, create a track and create guns to fire it. They don't use the city to create another Mecha-fucking-Godzilla. They <laughs> they pull Mecha-Godzilla to the city. Or not mecha They pull Godzilla to the city and attack him. And I was just like, this is bullshit, man. I wanted to see fucking a giant Mecha-Godzilla. Like, this Godzilla is the tallest Godzilla ever. We should have seen the tallest Mecha-Godzilla. Yeah, I feel the, like that the, should the, be true. The the finale is, uh, or the the last one is, he fights Ghidorah, but you don't even see Ghidorah's body, it's just its heads, and essentially, like, it comes from a different universe, and three black holes open up, and each head comes out, and they're just, like, infinity long. They can just go as long as they need. It was the weirdest thing, uh, an interesting design choice for Ghidorah. Uh, yeah, and I guess because it's animated, it's much easier to kind of, like, do wild shit because they don't have yeah. to figure out how to make, like, a puppet do it or CG it and make it look just super fake. Yeah, exactly. It's just, it was, they they could go off the, um, yeah, I, 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 I'm excited to see, now that I finished Godzilla, I'm excited to see both what Japan pulls out of, pulls out for Godzilla and what the United States does with Godzilla in the future, like, we know we already know the next monster universe movie is Son of Kong, so we're not going to be getting a Godzilla for a while, at least in the United from Legendary. But we it's been three years since we've gotten a Godzilla from from Japan, and so this is now the longest break since uh since the Millennium Era ended in two thousand four to the twenty sixteen current era. So oh I, wow yeah Millennium Era ended in two thousand four with Final Wars with their fiftieth anniversary. And then the Rewa era started in 2016 with Shin Godzilla. And there's really only then, been one of those, because, like, the animes don't count, right? No, the animes count as part of the Rewa era, so... Because they, they're all... They were Japanese Toho Studios created and Funimation uh, produced. Um, it's, so, yeah, it's all, it's all Toho, so it's all technically kind of, like, canon, or... Uh, there's no real canon for Godzilla. It's, it, it is official Godzilla content, whereas, like, Technically, the Legendary and the TriStar 98 Godzilla, they're not technically Godzilla official. They do have a license, but they're not Toho, who owns Godzilla. Okay. Yeah. I just kind of assumed they weren't the same? No. Like, yeah. So for the American versions, no. These are all uh, 
like Japanese Toho created, so they're they are part of the same era as Shingen. But uh, guys, I hope you really enjoyed my thirty six week Godzilla marathon. It's been longer than that, hasn't it? Nope. Uh, let's see. There's uh thirty two Toho films into four uh, American films, so it's thirty six. So it's actually been less than that. It would be um thirty three weeks. Thirty. It was a thirty four week uh, marathon. Well, it just it seems like it's been going on longer, I guess, because it's just so many fucking movies. It's so many fucking movies, and it would have been it would have been too longer had you like watched the uh, anime ones like week by week. I, we're not going to tell anybody, but there is a movie that I haven't seen yet in this marathon that I can't find anywhere, so it just doesn't count anymore. And the movie, from what I hear, sucks anyway. Oh right, so the one I that like care. it was the one that took place in a little boy's mind or whatever, right? Yeah. So I watched it as a kid. I remember that, but I don't give a shit to watch it. There, I, there's a there's a TV series that had a similar thing from the early '90s, where like the whole thing ended up being in like somebody's mind or something like that. Uh, I used to get. It, I used to think it was Twin Peaks, but I now know it wasn't Twin Peaks. Also, apparently, the, the I completely unrelated. The Facebook app apparently just lost the ability to have dark mode on like uh, phones. I I don't actually. I I've never used dark mode on the Facebook. Oh, I hate the, I hate the regular one. It's so bright and white and sterile. Like everything's dark mode all the time, and the Facebook app just literally like I just I, I double checked and it's actually like it's not just me. It's it just vanished for a bunch of people. Hmm. Stupid fucking Facebook. Um, yeah, fuck Facebook. <laughs> but uh, just just so you guys know, there's still more Godzilla because the anime premieres in the United States on Netflix on June 24th. So is it like a series? It's a ten episode series. Okay, so you'll have more god. You'll have at least ten more weeks of Godzilla. No, it'll no? be one. That'll probably be watched. It. I'm, I mean, most likely, maybe two, but it'll probably be in the same week. Yeah, yeah. It'll be it'll be one episode if we're if 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 I'm talking. Fair enough. Um, I guess that is a show though. Um, so yeah, we'll be back next week with literally something different to talk about. Um, cause we're gonna rework some stuff. Um, but in the meantime, if you'd like to find more of our content, you can head over to www.one-quest.com. You can also help us out by supporting us at patreon.com slash onequest. If you can't support us there with dollars, you can go to your favorite podcasting platform like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music. Rate us, review us, subscribe to us. Those things all help a whole lot. Uh, you can also find us on social media, facebook.com slash onequestonline or at one underscore quest on Instagram and Twitter. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash onequestvideo, and you can always send us an email to social at one-quest.com. Otherwise, once again, we'll be back next week with something else to talk about. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.